And we are live. Welcome back to On The King's Dime. It is the 1st of December and we've got a season 21-22 preview to bring to you tonight. It's, uh, man, the season's just crept up on us so quickly. It's new, new season, new Rona. It's the way the world works these days. Yeah, I was all set. I was, I didn't get a chance to watch any of that Blitz coverage at all. And then I'm like, Saturday, it's a night game, sitting there, ready to go. And it gets cancelled. I'm just like, oh man. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna give a bit of a preview. Andy's done all these research. I unfortunately haven't been able to watch as much, um, but still, we're gonna go through all of that tonight. There is some tips to do. Shout out! I, I finally, after you texted me like we're doing tipping comp, and I was like, oh my god, it's four days until the season kicks off. <laughs> Completely <laughs> forgot about that, so I rushed that through today. Thanks to everyone who's shouted out and sort of said they're gonna they're gonna join the tipping comp. Couple of new entrants this year, and we're all chasing the foxes. Everyone. So many messages of just like, well, we're going to get those foxes this year. So it's good. Watch out. And uh, yeah, so thank you to everyone. And you're still not too late to sign up to that. So if you want to sign up to that, just give us a message, a I Facebook also, message. Or- yeah, that's right. And we're also, I've also done a fantasy, NBL fantasy comp, which I'll be post- posting up tomorrow. Yeah, um, sweet. For a private, private group yep. on the King's Dime. So there's going to be prizes for both the fantasy comp as well as the tipping comp nice so um keep people interested those prizes will be announced next year but um last year was a, a jerome martin auto which is pretty cool yeah um, um i've still got it here just i haven't been able to go out in the house so i've still got it here but I, it has gotten closer in proximity to the foxes so <laughs> we'll get it to them as soon as possible stay tight out there jenny fox last year's winner um, but yeah, fantasy. Ah, oh, man, I'd love to play fantasy this year, but I just don't have the time. Really, that'd, yeah, that'd be great. I might try, but and it, it's and also my history of just like three weeks in and I've got no points. I'm out. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> yeah, so it, this year's a bit. It's a bit easier than I think a lot of other fantasy leagues. And it's way easier than NRL fantasy. So it's um, it's pretty good. But yeah, we'll give that a crack this year and see if we can't get that off the ground so i'll post that up tomorrow with a code so please join and have some fun yep and we will do yeah some previewing stuff and yeah we'll talk about the game and get those tips out there uh if you want to list if you want to subscribe brother you're listening to us live on facebook at the moment uh give us a like and subscribe if you want to watch us on facebook we do these live and we broadcast them to facebook and then i put them on youtube afterwards oops and then I put them up in audio form on the Anchor platform, which goes out onto Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. So if you want to listen to us in audio form, then there's the spots that you can find us. Give us a rating and review. That's always great to get those rating reviews in there. And yeah, let's let's get into it, man, because, you know, it's been just a whirlwind, these, these Blitz games. Let's, let's talk about those Blitz games because I didn't actually get a chance to watch them. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first two games were kind of a who's who of the bench, which, I mean, because we had so many injuries. Jalen Adams was injured. RJ Hunter was injured. I mean, we've got no Jordan. Uh, yeah, Jordan what's Hunter. happened to him? Uh, he's injured, isn't he? Yeah, he's got a hip or an ankle. He's out for a little bit. He's going to be out for a little bit. Obviously, DJ still, you know, making his way back from that uh, Achilles so we got to see a lot of um, a lot of bench depth. Uh, we got to see a lot of Bilawali Bales, who I, th- I I actually personally think he's the pickup of the century because 
he's got some skills for his age. And if he can develop, I think he will be a top guard in this league in the next five years. 100% believe that. I'm, I don't know why. The, I mean, he's, he's a local boy, Redfern. Um, but I don't know why like a team like the Jack Jumpers didn't just go, you know, do you want to come and play second fiddle here and develop? We'll have you alongside. You'll play backup point guard. I mean, he's third string at Sydney. But, um, you know, obviously he would develop player this year and then full contract next year. Um, so he was very exciting to watch. I, I enjoyed that. Um, we got to see um, a little bit of uh, Jalen Galloway, um, who played last year as a development player, but really developed in that Emus run of the FIBA Under-19 World Cup. Um, he looks good, man. He looks like a player in this that will play in this league for many years. Um, maybe even a European kind of style talent, you know, Three can can stretch, pretty athletic, can kind of run up and down the floor. So that was good to see. Um, didn't get much of the makers. Um, they were both injured up. They played in the third game, um, but kind of in limited minutes and in limited scenarios. Um, Coach Burford. Is it Burford? Burford. <laughs> Buford. 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 Uh, that's, that's uh, R.C. Buford's son, I think it is. Yeah, Buford. Coach Buford. A lot of high pick and rolls, man. This is... This yeah. is like G League Central, massive high pick and rolls. And a lot of teams don't kind of really know how to defend it, which is kind of funny because, I mean, the last few years we've not played the high pick and roll real well, but this this team is just all about high pick and rolls. And it's 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 pretty funny. We saw some 4-5 pick and roll. Um, it's definitely a more youthful team, faster team. It's the most exciting team I think we've had in the whole time we've done this podcast. Uh, just, just quietly. Um, the does, action. does it beat that team with like um, Jay Sean Tate? Yeah, I think it does. I think yeah. that Jalen Adams is an exciting prospect. I think RJ Hunter can can shoot lights out, and we've still got and we've got a couple of makers like in in the kind of the backup. I mean, with the deepest team, Xavier Cooks. You know, you know, we're not even talking about Xavier Cooks, who is you know an amazing player in this league. Oh. This team is deep. It goes like I was having a really deep think about this the other night, and and bar kind of like the development players, you know, Tommy Vodanovic is kind of the weakest link, and I, I really like Tommy as a player. Um, you know, can shoot the three ball well, goes hard, can kind of kind of look listen to listen to coaching, um, and so if he's your weakest weakest link, you're doing pretty well in the team. So I was pretty excited about that watching those three games, and we beat Melbourne as well. Melbourne looked really bad this year, really bad. They lost McCarran and McCarran. It was last year. They kind of were like, "All right, we'll get everything out of the way, and it'll just kind of be McCarran's running point with everything else sort of formulated around that." And then they lose McCarran, and it's like, "But you just got everything out of the way." I mean, they they just walked the league in, so you're like, "Fair enough." And that Jock Landau was red hot. Chris Golding had a kind of a point of a point to prove, played out of his skin as well, but. And then to just lose McCarran, it's like, ooh, that's, you know, ooh, interesting, yeah, but, uh, interesting. Is, is Delhi an upgrade? That's the thing, right? Is- I don't know. You, why not? Sure. No, nah, I don't think yeah. he is, to be honest. <laughs> I, I think I think McCarran is, you know, NBL proven, right? Mm. And could do a few things really, really well at an NBL level, right? And you, then you toss Delhi into that and it's kind of a little bit like, we don't know what to expect from Delhi. Like Delhi's a solid defender. He can't really shoot, man. He's shooting. He's been, he, 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 you know, he shot well in the last few games. Uh, you know, kind of. He's got that NBA. He's got that FIBA range in the NBA. It just looks terrible. Keeps hitting the front of the rim, but it's kind of that FIBA range. Mm. Very similar to Matisse Thybul. Very FIBA range. They can. They're always hitting the front of the rim. So uh, no, he, he shot pretty well. He has no inside game. It's kind of. Uh, it's kind of a weird 
three and float game that step out and kind of to the three, mm. um, but has no real jump shot um, and kind of just puts up the float if he gets inside and, and can kind of maybe finish around a couple of guys, but definitely not as skilled as some of the other point guards in the league at, you know, running a team. I think it likes scoring, right? Like he play make yeah. and almost to the point where if you watched him at those ca- in at the Cavs in those some of those Cavs team, it was like you knew he wasn't going to try and score the ball, so you could kind of just hedge on him creating something. Yeah, and then you force him to score, and that's where he kind of was put into these situations where you know his floater game was you know a little bit janky here and there. The mid range, he's not someone who's just like, oh, I need to get myself going. I'll go to the mid range. Like if he's getting himself going, he's diming people up. He's getting 10, 11 assists, and that's how he's getting you know the team and him going. And I'm still not trusting that shot. If they're going down, yeah, yeah. okay, fair yeah. enough. But I'm yeah. still looking at that going. I don't trust him to shoot. 32% yeah, at I don't a know, confident maybe. level where you can go bank fine. I, I, I think it'll be I think it'll be 30 or 40% on low numbers. I don't think he's going to take a lot of shots. It's definitely something he's, he needs to develop because he's thinking about stepping back into the NBA arena. Really? <laughs> and you're not going to – yeah, you're talking about mm. this is a stepping stone back because he's had so many injuries over the last couple of years. Um, you know, he may have got a roster spot somewhere this year, but it was maybe – later in the season and highly unlikely. Mm. Um, so that's why he's come back, which fair enough. It's great for the NBL. Yeah, there you go. Um, but uh, yeah, it's um, he's aiming to get back, which means he has to develop, which is only only going to be better for Australian basketball, especially in the next World Cup qualifiers, which we're going to have to play um, with an NBL cast. So, I mean, that's that's great. We've, we've got a good NBL, you know, NBL team, but, um, you know, you want to see him playing well. Uh, now back to Sydney. Um Gerald Martin looks good, looks fit, looks leaner. Um, mm. Jalen Adams looks good in what I saw of him. You know, I've seen him a little bit in the NBA over the over the like his rookie mm-hmm. and freshman season. Saw a little bit of him with the Atlanta Hawks. You know, skillful point guard. He's you know, if he was six four, he'd, he'd be in the NBA kind of thing. It's all it's that height differential that they want those mutant point guards at the moment. You know, um, and he you know probably could play third string point guard on a team in the NBA but kind of wants to play more basketball and, and, and you know, do that. So, yeah, I like he's an upgrade of Casper where in shooting sense, especially in the mid-range game, um, can get to his spots and is a little bit bigger as well. It takes up a little bit more of the court, which is nice. I think Casper was a good defender, but I think he's substantially longer, at, you know, more your traditional point guard, kind of lengthy you know, six one lengthy point guard um, with good wingspan, so that's good. Um, didn't see anything of RJ Hunter, so I mean, I've seen a little bit of him in Celtics jersey, but nothing really uh, in the last couple of years. But you know, this team glued well, mate. The the bench depth glued well. They look like a you know a united team. Um, Cooks was playing magnificently. Uh, Jarrell Martin looked good. Three ball dropped off a bit, but I suppose it's preseason, so it doesn't really mean too much. But yeah, man, I, I can't hype the Wiley Bales up more enough. He's he's a boomer. He's going to mm. be a boomer in years to come. You know that he's skillful and quick, and reminds me a lot of Jerome Randall. Just quick handles, tight handles. You know, ridiculous shots out of nothing. You know, four guys hit him, and he disappears, and the ball goes in the hoop. So that's going to be exciting. Yeah, um, I, watching him in that emus was was something where you just went, oh, okay. Like um, super fast and relentless too, like a relentless player. Mm. Didn't didn't need the ball. Like he he made cuts off the ball. Smart cutter. 
Um, and then on the ball, look to score and look to get to his spot. And it wasn't it wasn't grabbing the ball and going, me, 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 I want to take those shots. It was kind yeah. of smart smart with the ball. So I'm looking forward to see how he goes this season. He, he reminds and, me so, so much of a nugget Paddy Mills. Like he's so yeah. like he's really nuggety mm. and he's quick. And you know what, if you can, he can if, if you can ever develop a shot on the run, a shot coming off a screen, like the, yeah, on the, the league. On the kill, man. The league is yours. Like mm. that's, you know, Patty's just absolutely killing it for the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, um, yeah. He's shooting with us or fifty percent or something like that. It's crazy. It's just, just on high and on high, high numbers as well. So, um, you know, we we want those in the Australian colours. But but yeah, I can't speak more highly of, of him um, in this team. I, I don't really know how Jordan Hunt's going to fit in this team. To be completely honest with you, I mean, did we see enough of the makers? No, no. I don't really know what they're going to bring to the table. Um, they look like coordinated people. I think McCurr played the third game. That's going to be an interesting one to call that those two. I mean, and, yeah, and man. Con- there's going to be some making misdiagnosis <laughs> going on for sure. And not just in this program, man. It's going to be on the NBL telecast as well. Yeah, so. So that, that's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, solid solid five. Maybe a little bit gumby. Can handle the ball. Um doesn't really didn't really offer any shots kind of things like that just played on the rim around the rim in the inside so you know I, I don't know you know you look at some of their college and highlight um high school highlight reels and handles and three-point shots they, they did they it did he did shoot one three and it, it did look like it was a decent mechanic it wasn't you know some bowl bowl thing where it's you know trebucheted behind the <laughs> it's head it's a, <laughs> but um i like what coach buford's done with the team I like the the tightness of the pick and roll. It's 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 very tight. Um, you can see what it, it suits Sean Bruce's game a lot better than Will Weaver's kind of high weave slash pin down screens coming down mm. off a pin down. Um, I think he's you know the traditional pick and roll will will do wonders this year, and it's it's the perfect thing. Like it's your go to bucket pick and roll, go to bucket, get Jarrell Martin close enough to the bucket where he can spin and score. Um, yeah, uh, I I really think this team with DJ coming back, barring any major injuries, has such a depth of it that we could essentially make the finals pretty easily. Yeah, call yeah, it gonna, now. Yeah, yeah, I'm calling it now. I just <laughs> having having seen none of none of preseason, <laughs> I'm looking at it going, I don't I don't know, I'm not sure. But well, they 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 almost beat a full strength Phoenix team with no one. They beat a Melbourne team with no one. And New Zealand had the hottest shooting streak in, in their NBL preseason history. Um, and they look like a good team, New Zealand. Like mm. I won't, I won't discount them. They're not last year's team. They're not the, you know, the the team of last year. They look really good. They've got a couple of classy imports. They've got a couple of next stars. Um, uh, I think Abercrombie got injured too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one of the games. One of the games. Um, they've got a couple of really good, you know, next stars, young talent. That um, they've got a French guy. Who's massive? Um, I mean, th- th- there's some interesting players that are in this in this league this year. Um, less of circus, more of like Zhao Chi for the Phoenix, who's like seven three, seven four, mm. and you just look at and think, you know, he's standing five inch, you know, head taller than Brokoff, who's six seven, and you're just like, wow. Um, Kay Soto for the um, Adelaide 36 is yeah. an interesting pros- prospect, so. There's some there's some more interesting prospects in this league. Um, the makers are interesting prospects. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for NBL 21, 22 because it, it the league seems to be building on 
on talent. Um, you know, Jalen Adams is a big scalp for, for the NBL. Um, yeah, I was thinking that actually the other day. Um, really, that's huge, right? Because he was playing in the G League, playing with uh, Wisconsin. And then I'm not sure if he was picked up before the new season, was he? I don't know if he was. But if he wasn't picked up, sorry, if he wasn't picked up by a G League team and then he just came to Australia to play, man, that's a huge, huge coup, right? Yeah. Because from, I did watch a a few clips of him in the G League and the the other thing you were saying, like, differentiates him between Casper is he can get to the rim and score the ball, like, like not in traffic, right? He can blow by his guy, he can get to the rim, and he's got, like, an array of moves. Like, Casper had the odd move, like, oh, a little floater here and there, but you were never sitting there going, oh, that's his move. Like, he beats the guy off the dribble. Like, Casper's kind of driving into the teeth of the D almost all the time and having having to pull out these circus finishes. There was nothing easy there. But yeah. watching watching Jalen Adams in those highlights in the Wisconsin herd, like he was he was breaking free of the pick and roll at a at a better clip, I thought, than what Casper was last year. Yeah. Yeah. In that creating that space, the separation. And is only gonna help that really. It's only gonna give him more room. And then Coach Buford, like you said, tossing in this high pick and roll strategy is going to be even better. And he like there was this mad dunk in that highlight package yeah. over a seven footer and i was like that is something that casper never had right no. somebody the with the power off the dribble to dunk um is going to be huge because like, if if he gets those downhill moments and starts dunking the ball like gets everyone up gets everyone going it's not just not just him and it's also a huge move like to get to the bucket to yeah. add to the arsenal that we just didn't have last year oh i completely agree it's um it's explosive power. It, there's a, this team is explosive. I think last year there was a lot of, you know, not not the most athletic team. Um, skilled, talented, played well together. Um, you know, dogged by injury last year. Last season was really just dogged by injury. Um, this year, I think we're we're going to have a a marked, markedly better, better team. Um, I'm quite confident if one player goes down, there's enough. You know, I mean, if eight players go down with COVID, then you can ask to postpone. But there's there's enough talent in this team, I think, even to go deep into the to the development players to to win games. Um, I just is, is that a mandate the eight player thing? They have they have the minimum eight players, so you can have you can essentially have one like ring in. You're allowed one ring in if you have below eight players to get you the eight player eight player. But you have, must have a minimum of eight players. Um, there's a whole like list of things. To, they they really want to keep keep the games on schedule and not mm. postpone. So essentially, most of the team has to be out with COVID. But if you've got a couple out and you know the rest don't test, but I don't know if you're training together and like breathing together, like you know they're all vaccinated, but mm. it it they're all training, breathing together. I suppose they're all close contacts, and I don't, it depends what state as well and their rules and regulations. So Melbourne's a little bit uh, harder. Uh, I imagine Queensland will be even harder as well so um it's, it's still, this, still we're some gonna stuff have to, to deal work with out. it right yeah we're just gonna have to deal to with it and now i hope like at least because i remember thinking about all the way back to right at the start going like man like what the hell like we, we could lose basketball forever and then you know after six to eight months you're just like oh this isn't this is nothing why like why are we even stopping for this and then to now where it's like most people are vaccinated so there is a genuine like flag in the sand spot to go, all right, like there's a, a legitimate pressure taken off what's going to happen with these games. So as a franchise, or sorry, as a league, you can kind of make easier decisions. Like there's none of this like, 
oh, like, what could happen? Like, you know, oh, no, we've created, a like, a health problem. Like, now you can't really do that. Like, you can well, actually... I don't know, man. Like, because it's, it's, you look at the NBA this year and there's been... I mean, King James is out with COVID at the moment. He got the, he got the COVID <laughs> really? today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, kind of, the, the LeBron has the COVID. Um, you What's know, the, the list that, like in the NBA? How many people have COVID? This year? Few, Joel Embiid had it. Matisse Tybal had right, it. Yeah. Um, Tobias Harris had it. Uh, there's been a few, few at Philly. There's been a few Lakers. Um, yeah, a lot of people are getting it. I mean, they're all fully vaccinated, but they're still, they're still testing positive and you have to go into the 10-day protocol, essentially, which is huge in the NBA. It's like five games. And then, mm. you know, that's going to be more differential towards the end of the season. So you hope it all kind of, you know, everyone gets the COVID before game 60. But, you know, in a 30-odd game season in the NBA, you can't really be out for two weeks kind of thing. And that's, you know, I think it's seven days in New South Wales. I don't know what it's going to be in Queensland. But, um, you know, you don't want to really be out for too long, uh, you know, sick or asymptomatic, um, which is, is going to be problematic. But I think that's probably going to be our biggest challenge this year is is managing, and all the teams, is managing COVID, really. Um, and and obviously Perth won't open up, so I don't know where the hell they're playing. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have to come out and play, play over on the Eastern States or something like that, right? Yeah, I think Adelaide plays at home now. But yeah, Perth will have to be playing in Melbourne or, or Sydney, I imagine. That's that's huge. I mean, if they lose a lot of their home access, that's going to be very interesting to see how they go, and you know, writing them writing them off at your peril, right? They made the finals uh, last uh, year, but yeah, I don't this, know, man. this year, yeah, this year kind of feels like a little bit like, yeah, yeah it might be the year, you know, might think, finally think, be Spurs style. I think it might be the year of Sydney. I think the Phoenix are strong. I think Brisbane are strong, and New Zealand are strong. I, you can write off Tasmania for a couple of seasons, but. Um, have you seen any of them? Do they look any good? Tasmania? No, not really. Um, I mean, look, it's 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 any basketball is anyone's game, right? You had have a good enough night and, and shooters get hot enough. Um, New Zealand looks okay. Melbourne looks a tad, a tad dodgy. Um, not to my Melbourne liking. Um, yeah, because last year we were straight up just like that. Looks like a team that's going to win. Yeah. So, but this year doesn't look that. Um, Phoenix do. I think this is the year of broke off which would be good. Um, mm. I think it's good for Australian basketball. Brisbane, um, yeah, Vic Law's back. They've got a solid team. No, so I think Vic Law's in Perth. Is Vic Law in Perth? Sorry. Yeah, no, you, you are Wait, correct. Um, yeah, yeah. Which I think, back? yeah. Um, uh, who's game show host? Who's game show host? Lamar Patterson. Lamar Apparently, Patterson, yeah, that's right. Game yeah. show host. Sorry, he's, uh, he's back show. apparently to... to to uh, pre-pandemic form because Ooh. I think he had a few too many burgers during the pandemic and yeah. and had a bit of a cheeseburger butt last year. So he's Looking barely back. 12 kilos lost? Probably, something like that's, that. I think that's pre-pandemic form. I reckon it was said the over-under at 12 kilos. <laughs> Match, <laughs> um, that's crazy. It, no, it was a lot of weight, man. He just didn't. Yeah, he got like, super heavy and super disengaged too. And that team was Sobe, right? And then Vic Law had this huge scorching run and then got injured, and that was a real shame for them. And, I mean, it's always hard with Sobi because he's NBL good enough to be, like, this is your team, this is your franchise, but he's also NBL not good enough, and it's just like you can't play any defense, and, like, yeah. you just get rinsed. And then we see that, right, when it steps out to an Australia level. And it's not his fault. I mean, he gets picked in these teams. And fair enough, he gets those experiences and they're like, yeah, fair enough. He's a good enough player to kind of be in that 15th man role. But you kind of see it, right, where... Yeah. He's, you, an, he's, he's just, just a more, accom- he's just a more accomplished Kyle Adam. 
really yeah. can score really well but this this game is not going to be built on scoring it's going to be built on defending if you had like the venn diagram you got like in the dirty side you got McCa- um you've got mitch norton and yeah. then in the like all round side you got mccarran and then you got like adnam and sobi in the bottom corners right and they all kind of cross over and they're all kind of the same player but looking at the player that McCarran was and now he's going to Adelaide, that's, that's huge for them, man. Yeah, they've got a good team, Adelaide. Because mm. um, um, I'm just trying to think. The Taipans, they brought Nate, ja- Nate Jarwai back. But apart from that, I haven't seen what their roster looks like. Quite noise there. I think Mojave King is still there. I think so. Uh, is he going to Adelaide? I'm um, looking at, looking it up. It's Scott Machado is still running points yeah he's still there that's fair enough i mean he he's him and oliver were i think oliver's back there is he on us yeah oliver's back i don't think so because that maybe this is real gm so i probably should actually look at the nba website yeah let's go because those two right are a a finals level um backcourt right or back and front court like combination and it's based on something that's like on paper tangible like once you start seeing it you're kind of a little bit like oh right like you know like cam oliver's kind of block happy and scott machado he plays a decent level of defense and then just get rinsed gets rinsed for a bunch yeah, of fouls and n- complains no cam and oliver. gets in his head no um, cam oliver steven zimmerman this. is the center Oof. zimmerman ooh. Nate White. yeah they don't really have a great team this year the cans type ends unfortunately um yeah they had a good they had a good team two years ago they had a great team mm. really good team and um yeah it's a shame for them too right because uh, yeah they they were on the up and up a couple of seasons yeah. ago and then they lose mike kelly the coach mm. and suddenly yeah looking like they might drop back into oh, the no, pack. 40 might do something with them this year oh, that's but right I, I, 40 i knew there was a connection i'm like in my mind it's ticking over i'm like there's some sort yeah. of connection that we have to can't stop fans oh 40 yeah there you go it might be you know they might have some injuries and you might be able to pull it out of the fire too soon yeah too soon on that yeah yeah uh yeah um yeah the the old jack jumpers looking a bit looking a bit woeful yeah Um, i mean first first team first year jitters what did um did the phoenix didn't they start a bit dodgy and then had this cute, huge run and then went back to being dodgy and to make the playoffs? Yeah, I think that they're, they're definitely... They've got a deeper team this year, I think. A little bit deeper. Um, I just It just doesn't go as deep as Sydney for, for my liking. Um, Adelaide is, you know, looking good. Cambesto, Mitch McCarran, Humpho. Well, Harvey King's at Adelaide. I was right about that. He moved K-Soto. Um yeah, oh, Pinder, even, that's right. Keanu Pinder's there now at Cairns. Yeah, Tad Duffelmeyer is their point guard. I don't know, man. I think Sydney just looks too strong on paper. Yeah. This is the first year I've looked at them going, yeah, too too strong on paper. They're just too deep. Um, with know, with got, guys coming back too. With guys cool. coming back, with DJ coming back, with shooting, you know, with, with you know, Xavier Cooks at full strength, is which, you know, he's, he's on the cusp. He's on the cusp of doing something, Xavier Cooks. Whether it's top flight Europe or NBA, um, he's on the cast. But you'd have to say he's he's a decent three shot away from something, because he's too good defensively. He's too good around the rim. He's he's a great rebounder. Reminds me a lot of Dennis Rodman on the on the um, defensive yeah. boards, and he just if you know the NBA really requires a stretch four, in in his kind of play style, 
he's just not there yet. The mechanics of his shot are still not great. Maybe yeah. it's a little bit easier, but the mechanics are not great. So it's very like like almost a chess pass. Yeah, yes. and you know it is what it is. And then the Hawks is the last team that getting a lot of hype. The Hawks team. You, you, you never write off old Gorgie, could you? Nah. You know, it's a take- shame they didn't make the finals last year because they were probably were the second best team in the league. Yeah, I'd say that. They're, just, they're not deep. That's the problem, right, is that they, they're limited in in their amount of plays that they can have. Duot Reith is playing for them. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, they need that, man. After yeah. Ogilvy last year, every time he'd step on the floor, it'd just get rinsed. Yeah, Tim Codway, Harry Froling, Daniel Grid, Emmett Nah, Sam Froling. Uh, Tyler then, Harvey, yeah, Tyler Harvey, chucking Justinian up some... just steps back. You know they've got a good team, man. Like uh, that is that'll be a good little F. Um, and then also to balance all of that forward play, the most disappointing man in Australian basketball, Harry Froling. Yeah. So it's the Froling brothers. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's, it's a decent team. Mm. It's a decent team. I, I don't still know, it doesn't anything. look championship level, but... I don't know, man. Dort Reith is a good player. Dort yeah. Reith is so, is so underrated as a setter. Mm, <laughs> so yeah. underrated. Can shoot it. Uh, can shoot it, can defend, can play around the rim, can finish, can, you know, overboard. It's, yeah, that's 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 the dark horse, I think. Dark horses for me is, is definitely the Hawks. Yeah, um, they're getting a lot of hype. I think they were first on a bunch of the, uh, like, power rankings and stuff like that. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see how they go. They're a traditional rival. And we play them in the second round, so hopefully we can do a little bit of damage to their start of the season. Uh, should we move on to just a quick preview of the game against United? So the game, just describe some more of that game that we played against them the other night. Um, how can I describe that game? Um, they just had no answer for the high pick and roll. They really didn't. And this is a team that was, Shawnee Bruce was winning point and Bill Ali Bowles was second. This was no, there was no Jalen Adams. There was no... Um, RJ Hunter, there was some Drew Martin, there was some Xavier Cooks, there was no Jordan Hunter. You know, they went deep into their, into the Jalen, um, Jalen Galloway played very well that game. He's got a lot of length and a lot of size for, for a young guy and he can shoot, he can stretch the floor. Um, so he's definitely a name for, for the future. Um, Did Delhi play in that game? Delhi, Delhi played in that game, you know, shot the ball, you know, well on limited shots. But again, the, the the NBA gives you so much more room. FIBA's so cramped. And these are all very smart teams. This is not the NBL of like seven years ago where there was room for days and like they, the, the, the defense is tight, coaches expect more, the rosters are deeper, you're playing for your spot. Like, you know, that it's it's just a different league than probably eight years ago when, when Delhi was, you know, first up and coming. Um, and so I think he's going to struggle to adjust to the physical nature of, of of the game um, and just being hounded like full court press was in full mode, both with Melbourne, Melbourne press Sydney and Sydney press Melbourne. It's just disgusting to see, but it was done. Um, I I don't see Melbourne winning this game, not with the depth that Sydney has. Um, The huge one being Chris Golding being out, just looking at his box score in that game, three points, one of seven, one of seven from three, basically didn't take any other shots. And you kind of wonder the impact that he, like he, him being out is going to have a huge impact, right? Because he's one of their main players. He's one of their scorers. He's like, kind of like a heartbeat player for their team. The rest of that team is a little bit messy. I mean, Joe Luala Chul has play. had some monster games in this preseason, but... That's more out of need than expectation because there's really no one else there to carry the load. 
and that's we've we've always had a tendency to like chub out the better shooting big men right like yep. any any big man that isn't kind of adept at scoring a lot inside we've kind of been able to chub out and the guys that go out to the perimeter we've been able to kind of nullify that a little bit so it would be interesting to see how he plays and then yeah looking at like Pete Ling you know he's Australia's greatest trier um, Brad Newell it's going to be an emotional return to kudos for him so I'm wondering how he goes he might want to put on a uh, show one of six in that game three points wow uh, and then kind of looking at the rest of it it's a little bit I don't know that was their preseason team but it's a little bit like you know Barlow Prewster Dalton Hickey and then you know next to Mitch Norton uh, next to Mitch Norton yeah the second dirtiest player in the league in Shea Ely um yeah, I don't know. I look at it and go, yes, we should be, we should win this game. But I don't know. Yes. There's, I don't know what it is, man. But there's something in me that's behind the surface, just being like, I have a feeling this is not going to be good. This is not going to be a good team. But it's probably rooted in absolutely nothing. And you could probably go back to each season and just be like, man, I got a bad feeling about this season. Like, you probably clip it up and just be a carbon copy of my same fucking yeah. response to this. Oh, I don't know about this team, man. But I, I got to see it. I, I, I will watch the game on Sunday. I'll try to watch as many games as I can this this weekend. But yeah, I'll definitely watch that game. I can't go out to the game. I don't have time to go out to the game. But and what about uh, Wani Swaka Lobaluk? Yeah, nailed that. Yeah, they kept calling him Bullock, which is hilarious. Cause Bullock. It's my name. <laughs> he's my he's, he's my brother from a distant relative. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Relative's brother. Um, yeah. Try hard. Tries hard. A, a bit, bit um a bit gumby. A bit Not even Dengakuthi, just a little bit a little bit maybe not kind of understanding his time and space and his body in space. Still young. Um deep bench rotation. Um but defends well, but then can turn the ball over off a good defensive play. So he's just he's he's, he's too jittery. I think he's just gotta calm down a bit. Too jittery, too like spotlighty. Um I don't think he'll be playing many minutes until we, we need them. No, nah, the other one I was thinking of, Kawani Kawani, where it was like, has a need in this team and then you just don't see him at all. And you're kind of like, yeah, when he's out there, you're kind of just a bit like, yeah, why are we giving him minutes? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, another body on the bench is another good thing and a, a big guy can kind of block a shot or two if we need him to come out there. Um, Jerrell Martin, how's he looked? Good. Yeah, physically good. Yeah. We're getting him some better shots. Yes, well, he suits pick and roll. Yeah, he's true. not. He's not. He's not going out to the perimeter to try and back down, roll to the basket. It's. It's. You're getting him in pick and roll. He can play the mid range. He can play, the the roll to the basket. He can play the you know, spin to the basket. It's, it's just different. So, um, definitely the pick and roll and spread the floor does work. Or you can kick it even, out even well. off pick and roll, right? Like it doesn't necessarily have to be him setting the screen. No, like you can mean- kind of off that pick and roll playmaker and find him in some better positions. Because even like we said it before last year, just having the time, the patience, and the the rhythm and pace to be able to get him into spots to get on the block. Like last year, it was just so much tossing it into him and just like just score it, score it. And I was like, but I'm 18 feet out. Like how am I meant to score this? Like, the hell? like yeah. let me establish in the post, then give me the ball. Um, what about Glover? Because man, how much are we ho- hoping that he just has a great season? Because that Dude, like beyond, look, beyond I, like him being good, it's like I want him to be good because he deserves like some sort ben. of injury redemption. 
he's so fucking good. Yeah. He's so good. Oh, my God. He was so good at the preseason. Yeah, he like, 18 just, points in this game, 6 of 10. Man, just he's so athletic for like a white dude. Just, you know. <laughs> with Vincent, like bionic knees, man. Like I don't think knees. any of his knees are left. No. Um, yeah, they just he, – he's very good. Can shoot the three ball quick explosive i just for a guy that's just done his knee three times he's 23 which even just blew my mind further the dude is so young and has had so many injuries and i wince every time he gets the ball but i hope he plays like six man of the year he yeah. really he's he looked good man he looked really good so explosive and finishes around the rim so well um yeah, that's what they was, wanted him for, man. He's such a smart player, and it's just, even even the play he got um, injured on against the Taipans. I'm pretty sure he went up against Jawai and like tried to push off around Jawai, and it just didn't happen because Jawai's so such a beast. But I hope, man, just not even for the fact that we'll be good if he's good. I just want him to be good, and it's a it's a like a story you can connect to as a fan and go. Man, if he's good, it's going to be just an extra sweetener on the top of that. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's do tips. Cool. Uh, let's get into the tips. And a reminder: we'll do uh, MVP as well after every game. Um, and I'll try and make sure I do the fan MVP. It kind of fell off a little bit towards the end of the last season, um, but I'll try and make sure I do those. I'll get those set up pretty early. There's a lot of weird games of just like that game didn't happen. Now we've got to wait, and then here's another game, and so we, we weren't able to like queue those up to get them out. So I'll try and do that a bit more this season. The first round one, first game Friday night. And it is the brand new franchise, the Jack Jumpers at home to the Bullets. Bullets. <laughs> bullets. <laughs> I, I think there's going to be a lot of um, just, I'm not taking the jump jump, Jack Jumpers yet. I need to see it. Yeah. I need to see what this team's all about. And then Perth at home to the 36ers. Where's it at home at? It's Perth at home. Yeah, true. Good point. Good 36ers. Point. Let me, 36ers. Let's, let's check that because it's actually a good point, right? Because... I like Perth no matter what. It's just kind of early in the season. If you don't know what's happening, you're kind of like, yeah, I'll probably just stick with Perth, right? Um, but if they're not playing at home, why is this? Man, this website can just be awful sometimes. It says RAC Arena. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. It could be a lie. It is a lie. It's a, it's a dirty, dirty lie. Um, I'll go Adelaide. You go on Adelaide? Yeah, yeah, I went Perth. I think it's probably, it's, it's probably yeah. in Adelaide, mate. It, it's it's got to be in Adelaide or Melbourne. Uh, let's Google it. Where is the Perth versus Adelaide game Mate, they, being they're not played? even opening for the fifth test. Come on. As if they're going to open up for the Perth Wildcats. <laughs> Perth Wildcats. All right. Perth Scorchers. Good on you, Perth Scorchers. How was, uh, how was KO's coverage? Because I kind of said something about it last week. It was, um, I mean, they were preseason, so it was yeah. done in a rec center, but it was pretty average. I, I like what, I like listening to Andrew Gaze. That's the only uh, the only one I like listening to because mm. he's so funny. No, I can't find any anything. That's all right. We'll, we'll have a look. Yeah, all right. Sure so you're be. going 36s. I'll go Perth. But yeah, nah. Okay. As soon as they wanted me to sign up, and I'm like, I've signed up. Like, what are you talking about? I have oh, KO. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, what the hell are you doing? And then mocking people, being like, you know what's mad? 4K. It's like, you know what you can stream? 4K. Why are you telling me to get the cable service that's inferior and telling me that has 4K? 
Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, that's scandalous behavior. Could not believe that. I, I know, was it like, was just on freebies, which just turned out to be if you had normal care it didn't really matter so oh, anyway just a disgrace and tr- like you can't get the minis to work that's one of the reasons why i haven't been watching the nba this season because those minis look just dreadful they're in awful quality and you can't watch that? it it's unwatchable what, On- what is that it's it, it is in awful quality I yeah it's all jittery and like yeah. i felt sick watching to like a minute of it like the first game of the season i was like i'm out and then yeah seeing that where they were just like yeah, 4k on the cable service how good's that and i was like Stream 4K, what are you doing? Like, oh, the worst. Anyway, yeah. uh, Phoenix at home to Breakers. Oh, I'm going to get the Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah, I went Phoenix as well. Uh, 36 is at home to the Hawks. 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 I think I went Hawks. Yeah, I did go Hawks. I think it'll be a good game, but I think this mm. 36's team is a bit of a dark horse, man, with McCarron. Mm. Kings at home to United. Kings. Yeah, I have to go Kings. I think that United team is beatable. Uh, and then Perth and home to the Taipans. Who knows where Perth. that game's going to be versus Perth. the types. Yeah. Yeah, Perth. Perth, Perth, Perth. Perth. And that's locked in. And, yeah, everyone else out there, thank you for all the uh, all the messages to join the tipping comp. Make sure you get your tips in before the tip. And a reminder that... You can do a block of tips if you want, and then after the first game tips off, like your tips aren't locked in. As long as you get that message in, there's a timestamp. We can go, yeah, yeah, we'll change this and that and that. So that's all good. I got the spreadsheet here ready to go. And yeah, I think I think that's about it. That's all we can cover for this this week. We'll probably cool. be back next week, Monday. Uh, Mondays are really the only day that I kind of have space at the moment so hopefully we don't get too many monday games where we're stuck watching games and we can come back and do our regular thing on a monday night um a little bit more often over the next few weeks with christmas and then the new year happening so anything cool. else anything else that's it we'll get to, i'll get fantasy up running tomorrow for those yeah, who are interested fantasy yeah. if you want to uh if you want to do fantasy league i'm going to join but i'm probably going to suck so that, that'll be fun you can mock me that'll, that'll be good and yeah so yeah you're going to get that just out on on facebook and then share it yeah yeah, yeah cool correct correct so um, join up yeah and as always yeah you you can like share and subscribe we're live in the moment on facebook um we'll put these up on youtube too if you want to watch that in replay on youtube we can you can listen to us in audio form on the anchor platform which goes out to spotify google podcasts and apple podcasts so make sure you like and subscribe and give us a rating and review of five stars because that'll help get us out there to other kings fans out there and as always we will see you guys next time on the king's dome